Hello and welcome. You are listening to WKNC 88.1. We are a student-run nonprofit radio station based out of North Carolina State University. I am DJ Steelnips. Uh, I'm Carter Norfleet. And this is Off the Record. Today we are here with local Raleigh-based comedian Mark Brady. Thank you for being here. Would you like to introduce yourself and how you got into comedy? Yeah, um, thank you guys, first of all, for having me. Uh, yeah, Mark Brady, and I uh, just started a long time ago, um, about nine, been doing it for about nine years. Oh, and wow. um, yeah, so a lot of learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. just grew up watching stand up and thought it was awesome and then figured out like, oh, you can do that. Like, I don't have to go to New York or mm-hmm. L.A. There's yeah, you can do it in your own backyard if you find open mics and stuff. Right. So. Did you have any favorites growing up? Yes, actually, interesting story. My dad was friends with Dom Irera. That might not mean something with to you guys, but like he was, he was huge in the '80s, mm-hmm. and he was a good family friend, and they were like roommates. Oh wow! And so that's how I got into it. I was like, oh, you like knowing a friend of the family, and he was like a you know on Comedy Central and all this stuff, yeah. and did late night, and so like I got to watch him like at clubs, like when I was in thirteen, like wow. So like going into clubs. He was like, "Hey, can can you come in?" They're looking at this kid, and the I remember the GM looking at me like, "Oh my god, I can't believe this!" Yeah. <laughs> so then, then they let me in, and I got to watch him, and like just to be in that environment, I was mm-hmm. like, "This is awesome." Especially, I mean, especially as a kid too, growing up with that, I'm sure has yeah. like just been a, a huge benefit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, trust me, at being 13, you know, there's a lot of jokes that went over my head. Or yeah. Was he talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but still, being in that environment and like healing people and just like. You know, seeing someone kill like that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen actual, like, professional stand-up. I oh, went really? To, like, I'm from near Asheville, and I went to an open night where people just, like, sign up. Open mic, yeah. As, as they're there. And it was, like, a bunch of people, and it was, like, like really short, like, two to five-minute long sets. Mm-hmm. So there were a lot of, like, just random people. I don't know. Yeah. It was interesting. I, al- I also did it because I was, like, Oh, you, you did stand up? I, I did it, but it was like I was the last person, so it was like everybody had gone, so it was like no pressure because like eight oh. people in the crowd, and my friends were there too, so they were like laughing to make it like oh, you know. Oh, cool. yeah, good. yeah, yeah. But yeah, if you ever if you get into comedy, and if this for anybody out here, first of all, we have a great scene in Raleigh, and I I've been mm-hmm. to a lot of places, and I'm like I'll, I'll put Raleigh toe to toe with a lot of other great scenes. Yeah. Get out there and do an open mic and watch an open mic first, because to your to your credit, and I'm Carter, I'm sure you did it. Yeah, yeah. Um, where like. You'll go in there and you'll see an open mic and you'll go, I can do this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot. There are good people and then there's really bad people. But I have been the bad person plenty of times, mm-hmm. too, where mm-hmm. you're trying new material. You don't know if it works. You don't know if it's going to connect. And mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't work. You know, there's a yeah. lot. Of, but that's what you do is like, you're like I think this is funny to other yeah, people. For sure. You got to work on it. Yeah. Um, I have a question about bombing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I got about, lots of answers. Not, okay. Perfect. <laughs> well, I was just wondering, is it, in your opinion, better to go after someone who just bombed or just had a really good set? Ooh, that's great. That's a great question. I think uh, I think it's good to go right after someone who had a really great set mm. because you can kind of ride that wave and it's like their energy, they're in a good mood, so they're ready for the next thing. It's kind of like someone described it to me as like changing channels. Like they're in a good mood, yeah. they're, they're laughing, and all they need to do is like now you're up and you can, you know, it's pretty easy sometimes when you go after a bomb you're not doing it to be mean but you almost have to like address what happened really you know or it's just like wow i think we all learned a lot you know and it's just like saying something to kind of like you got to be like aware in the room and be like i got to address the energy in the room you Mm -hmm. can't just go up there and be like so yeah isn't it weird how like mailmen are on the other side it's like you're not gonna yeah you were here too talk about it for just a second you kind of got to do a a sort of a palate cleanser before you can get back into it 
Yeah, hundred okay. percent. Yeah, cool. interesting. Yeah. Um, I guess sort of staying in the theme of like a good crowd and, and energy and stuff. Are there any signs that it's going to be a good crowd or vice versa? Are there any signs where you're like, this is going to be rough? Yes. Uh, a comic pointed this out to me. Uh, local legend Mike Mello. He's, he's been doing comedy for over 20 years. He's the best guy we got. So um, if you've been to Good Nights in the last 20 years, you've probably seen him. But um, he was like, the energy in the room, what you got to distinguish is like if people are chatting before the show. Sure. If people are chatting, there's a lot mm -hmm. of kind of people are talking, then you're like, all right, it's gonna, that's a good sign. If people are like just sitting there waiting, like Ooh, this is gonna be rough, you know, yeah. because you know we're all we're all comics that you know are in the scene and like when you work your way up, no one knows you, so no, you know they have no reason to like you. Sure, mm -hmm. you really have to earn every single laugh and joke, as opposed to like, oh, we're all gonna go see Bill Burr or whatever, and then you go yeah. see him, like we know what he's about, we're ready to see him. So that's that's where it gets tricky. I actually really like Bill Burr, but only on Conan. I don't ever like. I don't like him. His actual stand up. I just like sure. him going on Conan and ranting about anything. Right. Yeah. 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 But that's kind of him. So you don't yeah. like his stand up though. You just like him when he's sitting there on the couch. Yeah. I just like when he's talking to Conan and then he just goes on a tangent. Everybody's like confused on what he's talking about. Right. Yeah. But if you see that, if you see that, and then you look at his material from yeah. that year or whatever, you can see that's a bit that he's mm -hmm. just like kind of tossing around and trying to work on. For sure. We were originally, oh, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. We were going to ask you if there was a difference, like, based off, going off that question, um, if a drunk crowd is better mm. or if there's a difference and you can tell. That's that's hard because sometimes you're, I don't know, like, a lot, me and I know a lot of comics that I'm close with, we try to pride ourselves on being a little bit more, you know, like, we like to make people connect the dots. We don't like to spoon feed, like, get it because it's this, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So if they're not paying attention, they're not going to get it. And gotcha. that's hard to do when you're drunk. Yeah. And then they can be more rowdy or more talkative or people just start talking to their friends that are right in front of the table. And that's the thing that's that's probably my biggest pet peeve is like, I don't care that they're chatting or whatever, but when you're kind of ruining the show for other people that paid tickets around them, then mm -hmm. that's yeah. Then you gotta be like, Hey, what are you what are you guys doing? You know? Yeah, yeah. 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 You almost gotta like you not do it I don't do it in a mean way, but I'll just be like, Hey, what are you what are you guys talking about? You know? And yeah. just like Try to do some crowd work off of that, and then you'll be like, "Oh, yeah, we're being loud or whatever." Yeah, for someone who's in the crowd, mm -hmm. like I haven't seen stand up in a while, but we both go to see improv. Okay, mm -hmm. and where at? Uh, comedy works down the road. Yeah, great. Um, and just local jams and stuff like that. Uh, nice. There's some on campus improv as well. Oh, cool. Which is nice. But yeah. every now and then, there is that one person in the crowd who like heckles mm -hmm. or. I don't know, and it, it's like kind of secondhand embarrassment to watch, but yeah. I, I don't. It depends on how the person on stage handles it. Right. Sometimes they're pretty good with it, but mm -hmm. yeah. I, I think in in some ways the heckling can get get turned into. Correct me if I'm wrong, like more positive energy because a good shutdown, or like even a correction is like okay, I'm putting my faith in this person now to, that they're going to be able to correct the situation. Also, just deliver a good joke. Hundred percent, hundred percent, because uh, you have to address what's in the room, or else they won't trust you. Yeah. Like I've been when I was very new and started out, there's like, you know, you'd hear someone talk or say something about what you just said. And then you would just keep doing the joke. And you're like, you just feel that like, nah, mm -hmm. man, you got to you can't just move on from what you just heard. We know you heard that, too. You yeah. have to at least address it. Even if it's not funny, you have to at least have the confidence to talk to that person for just a second, you know, mm -hmm. and try to make a joke. Maybe it's not great, but you, you squash it and then move on. Sure. Yeah. Do you have any memorable heckles? 
I have not. Um, I don't know if I don't know if we can talk. About <laughs> yeah, yeah that's okay. so that's so I'll I'll start. I you know I had um, I remember I had uh, yeah maybe not. <laughs> I'll do it if you want to edit it out. Is it just a curse word? No, it's not a curse word. It's just yeah. Go ahead. A topic. If it's bad, okay, I'll, sure. I'll just bleep it out. All right. Yeah, yeah. Well, so the guy was. I had talked about. Um, I had an old joke I used to do. I have an old. I have a. My first specials on YouTube, Mark Brady Incognito. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, great I'd, special. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Um, I didn't have anywhere to put it, and I was just like, I'll just throw it on YouTube. That's what everyone's doing now, anyway. I think mm-hmm. yeah. my ship has sailed as far as like Netflix and all that. So that's that's the new thing, anyway. Just throw yeah. it out there and let people yeah. see if they dig it. But, um, so I'm doing all new material on this one, um, coming up here at um, Kings Raleigh, September 16th, and um. Anyway, so this this heckle, this I had mentioned, uh, I had an old joke about how I had a man crush on mm-hmm. Jason Momoa, right? Mm-hmm. I loved him in Game of Thrones. I love him everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah I so I um I was doing that old I was doing that older joke like recently to fill time, and especially when you're starting to start over and build new jokes, you got to throw in old jokes to whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And some guy was like, I bet you were drinking a Bud Light, you know, just like that whole oh, thing. Yeah, yeah. And then I shut it down from a positive angle. And I was like, you know what? I don't think that's what causes people, you know, and I yeah. just like went on this rant that people have, were applauding and clapping for. And so there was a moment where I just was like, anybody else want to say anything? And yeah. it was just like silent. It was like, all right, I got him. And then yeah. they got him. And then I started to go in my stuff again. And it was people trusted you, and we're, yeah. it was like one of the best sets mm-hmm. I've ever had because, you know, you're you're shutting down what happened, did it in a funny way, also made a point about mm-hmm. it that everyone agreed with me on, <laughs> the right point. No, 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 <laughs> yeah, and uh, and yeah, moved on. So like that was probably the most memorable. Mm-hmm. I will say I don't think people heckle as much as people think. Sure. I think good. I think there's a lot of social media stuff. Like yeah. that's all. That's what everyone's seeing is the crowd work stuff yeah. on TikTok. Like, oh yeah, I see it. Very big. Yeah. Right. So I mean, that's that's some, you know, people see that and they go, oh, that's what comedy is now. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's fine. Like some people have come up after shows and be like, I didn't. I thought that was how it went down. Like I thought you were supposed to like yeah. yell out stuff. So. Well, I guess probably heckling so big too because it's it's a spectacle and you mm-hmm. know the human mind is sort of attracted to that. But um. I guess continuing on the topic of bits, do you have any bits that like maybe don't work that well, but you're like, I can't get rid of it. It's just too good. Uh, no, unfortunately, the rule that I was told mm-hmm. was do what you think is funny and the audience will tell you what to keep. Gotcha. So now, however, there are st- there is some bits that I will that I will do. I'm like, I know there's something here. Yeah. I don't throw anything away, really, but I will come back to it where I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't get this to work now. In a year, I'll be in a better comic, and I'll go through some old stuff and be like, and you know, is is there anything there again? Yeah. I just recently, that's gonna be, I'm gonna be recording. Um, uh, this Saturday is like, there was a bit that I had that's two years old. The premise is two years old, yeah. and I was like, how do I get this thing to end? Mm-hmm. You know, and then I made the beginning better, and then I finally figured out the end. I was like, that's how you do it. Sure. Two, so it took two years to do this one to figure out this one dumb joke yeah <laughs> like, wow. like not even worth it you know but you know we get we just get in our heads as comics where it's just like i gotta I, there's some, there's a little bit of ego of like i gotta get this thing to work yeah not that not that like i'm super funny it's it's an ego of like 
I need to get my own idea to work. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of that tenacity of like I, I just have a feeling there's yes. something here I don't want to let go of it. Yeah. Gotcha. It's it's a it's it's like I gotta prove it. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and honestly, there's a lot of bits you should just let go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, 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 for sure. Do you get nervous at all or have you always been like were you a class clown or anything? Class clown, yes. And uh when I started I don't know if you can say this <laughs> you guys tell me. When I started I um, would, my anxiety was so bad mm-hmm. that I went to a doctor to get Xanax. There you go. So, John Mulaney yeah. did that with planes. Did he? Re- oh, oh yeah. He, <laughs> you're right. He did do that. Yeah, yeah. But it didn't work out. But I was so like wanted to do it, mm-hmm. and and what happened was I I had just like I was like I got I got what I want to do it so bad, but I just can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's probably like how a lot of people feel. You're just like no, I can I can never get up there. But mm-hmm. it's, I promise you guys, it's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah, you know. It's just part of the process. And like bombing will be forever. I mean, like whenever you're yeah. trying new stuff, like I went to the comedy store in LA um, right right before COVID. And I remember seeing a bunch of headliners, you know, people who are doing uh, stadiums and yeah. theaters working on new stuff. Mm-hmm. And I saw them bomb with material and mm-hmm. I go, oh, then the light bulb just went on, like, oh, this is gonna happen forever. So just get used to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now I'm not really phased as much, you know. But um, I think when you go for something that's like, oh, I don't know if this is something I should say, but yeah. you gotta, you gotta try, mm-hmm. you know. And so. it's it's interesting to bring that back to the sort of the ego and tenacity of like keeping up with a bit. In a way, it's like there is some ego to comedy, but at the same time, it's like you've got to completely like, we can't really can't take yourself too seriously because you're gonna right. have to fail. Yeah, in front of a lot of people potentially, uh-huh. um, and so it's just interesting to see that like duality of that. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, I'm, I remember telling my friend uh, who plays music, he's like, "What is what's comedy like?" I'm like, mm-hmm. "The only way to try comedy is in front of a crowd. Mm-hmm. You can sit there and write all your jokes, but no one, who knows if it's ever going to be funny? It might, sure. it might not ever be funny. Like you can think it's funny all day." But how do you prove it to people who don't know mm-hmm. you, right? If yeah. you're hanging around your friends, you know how to make your friends laugh. Yeah, right? exactly. Um, but um, I was telling tell my friend who plays music, I was like, it's like if you had to play guitar and the only way you were allowed to play guitar was to get up on stage for three minutes a night when you started and try to play chords in front of people and that's the only time you could have played and then you gotta be like, good night, see ya. And I gotta, yeah. <laughs> then I get three um, more minutes the next night or whatever. So. Yeah, that's that's brutal, but I, I'm sure, I mean, it's just sort of a trial by fire thing. Yeah. Um, in a way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's it's fun, but it's you. There's like a like a great community here with the comics too. So like they get it and like they they let you have it afterward too. Oh, I'm sure. It's yeah. all it's all in good fun though. Absolutely. Yeah. I just thought of this, but mm-hmm. as a human, I know that there's a lot of interactions I have that keep me up at night. Sure. Do, do you have any like moments like that in comedy that you like if you bomb, you remember it like months, years later, and then you just cringe at yourself? Okay. Um, no, <laughs> I don't. I don't cringe at myself. Um, there is, okay, so there is one, the, my first hosting weekend, I, I, sorry, I'm just, I'm trying to be as sensitive as I can, <laughs> but like in comedy, like this is just how you talk and address things, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. so, um, it's just the lingo of it, so if there's anything I say, please. Oh, yeah. All right, um, when you, when you, I was first starting out, I was good for starting out, right, mm-hmm. and the GM at the time said, you know what? And I was I was all clean, clean and no my rules were don't talk about any of the three, you know, 
dr- you know, drugs, be clean as I can, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No cursing. Um, and my first weekend, uh, the GM goes, I'm going to give you this weekend. And um, it's an all it's an all black room, right? Mm-hmm. Donnell Rawlings. Yeah. So funny. So funny, so nice. I got to work with him my first hosting weekend. And she goes, I'm going to give you this weekend because I want to see you bomb. And I was like, what? Like you want you want me to bomb? She's like, yeah. So the first night, I go up there, and I don't think I got a laugh for ten minutes. Really? For oh. ten minutes, just an audience looking at me like, "Why is the bus boy up here trying <laughs> to be funny?" Yeah. And then I brought up the feature, you know, his feature, and then him, and boy, did that that was a learning session. The, and 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 then. Then, because you're doing, you're hosting the whole weekend. So, like, then Friday, I have to go up two times, two more times, yeah. and then mm-hmm. Saturday, two more times. That was the the first night. Was yeah. like, oh my god, I don't, I <laughs> don't know if I can do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you get put in those situations, I think you learn more from bombing than anything. Sure. Then you realize, like, I gotta get funny. I gotta get funny quick. And then I was, and she put me on. If a black headliner would come in, mm-hmm. I would. They would go give me give me a clean white guy to host. Yeah. Because you don't want to talk about either same material or things mm-hmm. like that. Like just give me something different. And yeah. I think that's good too. Like for instance, if I'm if I'm headlining somewhere, I want my like I have a wife and kids. I'll talk about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I would prefer to not have a wife and kids. Or you know, can how about a woman? Because she's not going to talk about the same things I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, in in a sense, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. you're just getting different perspectives, and that's the point of having a diverse show mm. but um but uh yeah and then i started doing those more and figuring those out and being able to do those more and more and uh and that was the best thing that could have ever happened for me during comedy instead of playing these like safer rooms where it's like you know what mm-hmm. i mean just yeah. like where you're just like oh you know oh these people think like me and i'm and they get my jokes or whatever like so you're getting you have to try your material around everybody and make sure it works. You know, it's mm-hmm. like I want I want all these jokes to work. It doesn't matter if I go to Baltimore or Alabama. Like I want everyone to laugh at this everything I'm saying. Sure. So yeah. Wow. I don't know if that was appropriate. I know no. a few things. No, are, I, think I think that was fine. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. That's fine. As long as you don't say the bad words. Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I just that's uh it was it was one of my worst bombs. And I and you say, uh, I'll give you another one, another another. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got to. I got so many bomb stories. No success. It's all I love how I'm gonna do all these bomb stories. Like, make sure to check yeah, me out. Please listen to the show. We were discussing before. Like, should we have this guy be like, uh, yeah? So, uh, to... how bad have you uh, done poorly before? Yeah, I uh, sucked a lot, yeah. and you're gonna want to see it. Yeah. Come to Kings. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I remember uh, Bruce. Bruce. I was hosting for him. Mm-hmm. You guys know him. He's fan- oh man, he's one of the best and. It was another one. Um, yeah, just it was a, a 5 a.m. show. He had sold out all weekend, and they, so it was three shows Saturday and the 5 a.m. show. Same thing that happened, no laugh. And and I was about I was about four minutes in, and out of the back of the room. I mean, it's sold out too, so mm-hmm. not a not a seat open. Out of the back room, you hear a ha ha, and I was like, oh. <laughs> I had six more minutes to go, and I just and it was again. I didn't address anything, yeah. and how could I? They didn't trust me. I wasn't funny. Yeah, you know, I wasn't making them yeah. laugh. So I was like, "So I have a dog." 
yeah, it's how do you hard. keep the energy like if you're up there and you have like 10 minutes left and mm-hmm. nobody's laughing at you you just you plow you just plow right do you make it. eye contact or you just like look ahead like you, in the lights yeah well some <laughs> thankfully it's like you know you can only sometimes with the lights you can only see like the first three rows so you're mm-hmm. looking in areas and people so you just pretend there's nobody there pretend. yeah, yeah. <laughs> And that was the rule in like yeah. theater, like looking to the lights ahead, mm. and then you can't see the crowd. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Then you don't get nervous. You're yeah. Just looking at you just, you're just blind. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. I think. May I ask a question that's not comedy related? Yeah. Well, you ask anything. Okay. I looked this up on Google. Great. So, would you rather have to wear a bib every time you go out to eat, or drink from a sippy cup every time you're at the bar? Bib. Really? Bib 100% because it is... A bib, okay, okay. A bib's too normal, though. What if it's like a bib that says something like, like it's a baby bib that says something like, like first birthday, I don't, I don't know. Like no, number one dinosaur fan. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I would, I would do it because, first of all, um, like, I'm married, so it's like, dude, yeah, she's with a weirdo, huh? Like, this, yeah. <laughs> like, like they're going to look at her more weird than they're going to look at me. Because they're like, you chose him? Like, he brings yeah. this bib everywhere? Yeah, she's dating a child. Right. Man-child, yeah. Yeah, man-child. Alternative, so. al- alternatively, this guy got a wife with a bib. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? So. And it's funny, because I'll have ki- I have my five and a three-year-old, and they're not wearing bibs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I guess, trying to set a good example. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess as a woman, a sippy cup at a bar is a <laughs> nice way to keep men away from you. Oh, for sure. That's that's a great idea. Or actually. you'd only keep the creeps coming. Right. It's yeah. one or the other. Oh, have have you is have you ever done anything? I am like not that? of age yet. So oh, okay, okay. <laughs> it, yeah. I will be in March, so maybe then for great. my twenty first birthday I'll try it out. Yeah, get a go ahead and game plan for yeah, how to keep yeah. the creeps away. Yeah. yeah. Only in like what, six more months. Okay. Yeah. I'll keep thinking about it. Awesome. Yeah, put a put a sippy cup on that thing, and no one will, no one yeah, will talk yeah. to you, which will be nice. You have a nice night out by yourself. And on that note, are there any questions you always want to answer but are never asked? No, I guess it doesn't not, have to be comedy related. It could be anything. Any questions I want answered that are never asked? Any questions you want to answer that I want to answer that are no never one ever asks you? Oh wow! I guess it's your chance to talk about anything you ever want to talk about. Interesting. Oh God. Uh, well, you're gonna have to bleep all of this. So, <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. I don't think so. I think like, especially. I think that's one of the things in comedy that, you know, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Kind of now is like, you can say whatever you want as long as pe- people think it's funny. Like mm-hmm. there are some comics who say whatever they want, yeah. but it is not funny. And it, yeah. and then yeah. it's like, yeah, you're. There's no joke there. Mm-hmm. Like that feels a little too real. Yeah. But there is the I feel like this disconnect sometimes where where like people are like people are laughing and you're clearly joking and sometimes you gotta be like, you know these are jokes, right? These are just like messing yeah. around up here. But some sometimes the undertone of some some comics you're just like, ooh. So Yeah. Sorry, that went off on a tangent. No, there's no. nothing. No, 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 no. You don't want to yeah. Yeah. The only thing about you is comedy. Yeah, I don't know. Um I also, I also have a uh, fun um YouTube channel. That's fun. Hummies VR comedy. We do. Oh, it's not the one that you post your show on. No, no. Separate. It's a okay. separate one. It's me and my brother, and my cousin. We do improv. Is it oh, underground? Awesome. Is it underground? Is it low key? Oh no, no, no. <laughs> it's uh, we it's it's pretty fun, and um, we've been um featured in a couple gaming um, really? websites. Yeah, and um, websites. How old am I? Um, <laughs> so uh, and we do improv comedy on there. Awesome. Oh, that's and awesome. Yeah, we do, and it's gaming related, and it's just we play games, 
and it's just yes anding the next person and creating characters so mm -hmm. that's a lot of fun i'm yeah, trying to get into improv are you yes yeah yeah yes i just like that's a good start so yes to everything yeah yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> i mean i don't know what carter wants to talk about that he's an improver yeah, please i guess briefly yeah so um nc state has a a uh, improv team that's so uh, cool when i went to college there was yeah. nothing cool well that's the only comedy club we have <laughs> there's, there's the a new there's a new comedy new one club opening that's up, a stand-up club it's gonna be stand up oh really just meeting for that tomorrow I'll, i will be there oh, so awesome. yeah but yeah i guess the the gist of that is improv is awesome yeah um and Stand-up is awesome. To, <laughs> yeah. to, to make a very I guess, blanket and simple statement right. on it. Well, there's this there's this undergoing thing of, of stand-up and, and oh, improvers, yes. like head-to-head, oh, -head, like which one's better. And, well, so, I just yeah. only yeah. see improvers getting bullied is the thing. Ugh. I've never heard someone say that improv is better than stand-up because there's a, like, a stereotype for improvers. I don't know if you've... No, I've, no I took improv classes. Uh, is it the same type of person? Is there the stereotypical person there every time at the class, would you say? I don't think... Think, I don't think so because I've the thing about the button up shirts. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that was me in the improv oh, okay. classes. I was wearing the button up shirts. Um, but yeah, I took I took improv classes because when I got into stand up, I was like, all right, I want to be try improv. I even yep. took acting classes, which mm -hmm. I you know I can't read, so that's ter terrible to do. But um, uh, yeah, improv was fun. I I thoroughly enjoyed it, but I just yeah. I'm so busy with stand up that mm -hmm. I feel like all right, well this. Is my job now and I gotta back off and kinda do what I'm doing, but you guys gotta improv, that's killer. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I'm sure, of course, improv plays into stand-up. For being sure. being able to just roll with stuff, especially, you know, heckling or mm -hmm. just like if you're switching tracks to a different bit or something, the transition there. Yeah, 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 100%, yeah, improv, improv helped out with just like my confidence of just like, yeah, it's okay to like be in silence and like waiting to go into the next thing and just kinda find your way. Sure, Yeah. for sure. Well, we're kind of like coming up on time. If yeah, there's any questions, final questions. I think I'm all I'm all good. That was entirely fascinating. Yeah, so yeah. Thank you guys so yeah. much for having me. All right. Well, Mark will be performing stand up this weekend. Would you like to tell the listeners about your show this weekend? Yes, it will be at Kings Raleigh downtown Raleigh. Uh, it's September 16th at 8 p.m. Mm -hmm. And I am also uh, so I'm shooting that special and uh, with Brittany Carney, and she. Um, She's going to go on before me, and I think we're both shooting for about a half hour completely, mm -hmm. but this will be all new material um, for this half hour, and then once that gets edited and on the internet, then I'll be on to the next stuff. Okay, well, you yeah. heard him. Well, thank you so much, Mark. Yeah, thank yeah, you guys. Thank you very much. Appreciate, Appreciate you. you.